Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Living Madly. I'm your host, Mad, and today we have a fun episode. (laughs) Well, I think it's fun. I have this fun little thing set up for you. Today we're going to be reading my journal entries from years, years, years ago. Currently, it's 1023-2023 as I'm recording this, and I'm going to be reading... Um, my journal excerpts from 1023, 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021. I know that's a lot, but they're just also radically different and they're really fun journal entries that I think after I read them to you, you're going to get to know me so much better Um, because these were like four years of my life, you know, boom, boom, back to back to back to back. And I was talking with some friends the other day. Shout out to Shannon and Bridget. We were just like sitting in my backyard, watching the football game, chatting about creative things. And I told them that I had this idea to reread my journal entries. And we kind of went down this rabbit hole of like how to do it because I got all caught up and being like, should I read one entry? Should it be the first entry, like from when I first started writing and then go through chronological order of like the years? But they said that would be just like a little boring because you're only going back to that same year for an entire year if you like do this. So they were like, I think it'd be really cool since you have so many journal entries of that same date like I have October 23 2020 I have a I have five October 23rds that I have written down um I have more than that I just can't find the journals but like they were like that'd be so cool for you to like go through and compare one year to the next and I was like whoa boom that is actually genius that's genius so instead of just like going back to October 23rd 2014 when I started my whole journaling journey I'm gonna read four four journal entries from four years back to back to back to back that way we can all kind of like see where I was each year at this time um I might actually just stick to two or three instead of doing all four because there's two there's there's two that I definitely want to read I think the fourth one might get like I don't I'm just gonna read it all (laughs) we're just gonna read it all because life changes it's a good this is so cool to see how quickly your life can change and you'll notice as I read these we had some serious ups we had some serious downs and then we went back up This is a good exercise just so you and I both remember that life is always going to have its ups and downs. It's always going to have its ups and downs. Some years are better than others. Some seasons are better than others. We just have to recognize that we're in a low state. We have to learn the lessons that we're meant to learn. And then we have to continue to move on. We cannot harp on it, cry about it. 
and like be stuck in this little phase of suck, we have to pick our heads up and move on. And that's the only way we do life because we're living madly. Even though things may suck sometimes, there's always something to learn and take away and move on and live a better life next year. So I'm very excited about that. Like I said, it's 1023, 2023. We're about eight days away from Halloween. I know exactly what I'm going to be this year. Grandma and I are going to be something funny. You'll see. Yeah, it's just we're getting excited for Halloween. If you didn't know, Halloween is kind of like our anniversary. It's when we first started dating eight years ago. And so Halloween is one of our favorite times of the year. So we love to go all in. Okay, so I am gonna start with 2018, baby. This was a very, very, very pivotal time for me. I had just graduated college the year before. No, no, no. 2018. Where, how old was I? I was 2018. It was five years ago. I'm 29. So I was 24 years old. I was one year out of college. I was working my first like quote unquote big girl job like you know where I had to go in to the office every single day. It was definitely a nine to five but it was more like a seven to six thirty. I was like hauling my ass. I was working so much. I also had two jobs at I had two jobs at the time. I worked at a brewery and then I also worked for this beverage company. And that's what you're about to hear is like I was on a big project for this beverage company and it was awesome. Just so you know, before I read this, any name that I say is a made up name. I'm not going to like go in and tell you on the dirty details of my life and like the people that I know and come to like whatever I'm just gonna hide some people's identities because privacy (laughs) so if I say a name no it's a fake name this is gonna be sick this is gonna be sick 10 23 2018 this is when I used to write the time of my journal entries so I have a timestamp. it's 10 14 p.m just got home from my day of being a beer slave. LOL, JK. It's not that bad. It was actually amazing. I did a fantastic job. Such a good job that my event manager, in parentheses, boss lady, gave me multiple compliments and a high ass five. I was pumped. She was never that nice to me before. I think she realized that I was super capable of getting the job done without any drama, in parentheses, which I'm super happy she noticed. Double parentheses because that's what I was going for. Even M told me good job. It was a great day. I also found out that I have officially been deemed the beer girl for the rest of the Magic of Beer tour. Okay, sidebar. This Magic of Beer tour was a huge cross-country tour with a major beer brand that I got to go on back when I was 24 in 2018. Okay, So I found out that I have officially been deemed the beer girl for the rest of the Magic of Beer tour. And I actually got to pick out all of my own flights, which is so dope because now I can even plan little trips for myself. 
I seriously need to designate a group of clothes for this tour. There are just so many different areas that we are going to, so it's hard. I need to start bringing a bathing suit because every place I've been staying in has had a pool. Some laps around the pool might be a great workout. I'm so excited for this opportunity. So many new and amazing experiences to be had and memories to make. I'm just so grateful, like truly grateful. I couldn't have got any luckier with getting this job. It's amazing how much persistence and hard work pays off. Keep at it, kid. You're doing amazing things. Even though it might be odd things, at least you're still going places and doing the damn thing. Hell, doing the damn thing well. You've already impressed the gang. Now let's show them the type of person you really are. Shine on, girlfriend. Shine on. I love you. Heart. XOXO. Wow. 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 So this was a monumental week for me. I got the opportunity to help out this big beer brand with their their tour, their marketing tour across the country. And I got to go and I got to set up a little bar with at every event that they would host. And it was amazing. And I would show up and I'd probably have about four hours of work four hours worth of setup work and then I got to go kind of hang the rest of the day in whatever city that I was in and explore and eat and like just walk all these cities and just shop all the fun things and then I would go back for the event at night monitor my beer bars make sure that they were working close it all up like pack it all up that night put it in the crate onto the tour bus and then we would ship it all to the next city and this was my life for like I want to say close to 10 to 12 weeks like every week I was in a new city we got to go all over uh that time I just got back from Chicago I'm pretty sure I was down in Texas doing those jobs Uh, which was really cool. And then, you know, I got to go everywhere. I got to go to LA. I got to go to Seattle. I got to go to Hawaii. I got to go to Atlanta. I got to go to Miami. Like there were so many fucking places that I got to go on this trip that it was, no, on this tour, it was life-changing. And that's ultimately how I made it out to Colorado because I got to go there. Okay. So, 2019. This is one year later. This is one year later. And this was, it's just so crazy, all the things that can happen in a year. Because I went on that tour, I got to visit Colorado. We went to Vail for an event and I fell in love with it. And I probably talked about it on this podcast like a million zillion times. So we went to Vail and then after I visited Vail. I came back home after that trip and I was like, dude, we need to move. Like I looked at Graham and I was like, we need to move. We belong in Denver. I feel it. There's magic there. I'm meant to be there. I'm going to go there. If you want to come with me, you're more than welcome. But I just, I felt called to be in that area of this country. And Graham was like, let's go. So pretty much I finished the tour. I quit that beer girl job. I worked at a bar for that summer because where we grew up, like if you work at a bar, you can easily make 15 grand in three months. Like it's easy. So I worked at a bar, quit the bar, and then we hopped in the car and we drove out to Denver and we found a lease. We 
we found a house, we signed the lease, and then we continued on a cross-country road trip. So around this time in 2019, we were coming home from our road trip. We had already found the house. We did the road trip. That was amazing. So now we are like coming back and getting settled into this house that we signed a lease for. So this is what you're about to hear. 10-23-2019. No timestamp. Well, we're back. And as settled in as we could be for the time being, we've been sleeping up we've been sleeping on a blow-up air mattress and only have two chairs, but honestly, life couldn't be better. I genuinely forgot how amazing this house is. It's insane. I'm so obsessed with it and so is Graham. It's like it was built for us. I should have known that this was going to be our house from the minute we drove up. The entire front yard is covered in rocks and some boulders accompanied and some boulders accompanied with some dune grass. I mean, come on. It's perfect and it's all mine. I spent an hour outside today weeding the front yard and sweeping the rocks into our yard off of the sidewalk, just being a good tenant and neighbor. I feel so lucky to be here. I want everyone to know that I know that I'm lucky to be here. I'm just so grateful for this house. I'm going to do my best to make it look that way. I'm so grateful to be home. I had so much fun on the road, but I've never been ready to start making a life for myself out here. Nothing's ever felt so right. I am so excited. But I do want to take a minute and say that that cross-country road trip was, in all caps, truly the most amazing thing I have ever done. And I'm so lucky and grateful that I got to do it with the person I love. All caps because I mean it. So many firsts. Giant rocks, wild animals, deep valleys, canyons, mossy forests, so many campsites, so much camp food, beaches covered in rocks, crazy people, nice people, helpful people, assholes, Portland, San Fran, Bend, all the parks, all the roads, the most insane fall foliage, the most insane mountains, cliffs, Cliffs that brought me to tears, an experience of a lifetime, one I will never forget. Thank you, universe, for allowing this to happen. You rock. Wow. Wow. So much to unpack. So much to unpack. This was the year that I felt like life was happening. Like I was killing it. 20 October 2019, baby. I was on top of the world. We had, you know, done all this crazy shit. We moved across the country. I was so proud of us for moving across the country. We took this epic, epic, epic road trip across to places that I never even imagined that I would get to see or be there or like experience it all. We took so many leaps of faith that year. We like saved up so much. We saved up so much money. We blew it all. (laughs) So bad. It was so bad. We're bad spenders. Well, what happened was I lost my debit card before I went on the trip. So we couldn't spend any of my money. So we were spending only Grimm's money and it was just crazy. But we had money to come back to because we still had all my savings. But that's a story for another time. But anyway, it was just like, the coolest year. Like I never, ever, 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 ever would have guessed that it would have been that life changing. And it it was just, it was magical. I, 
think back to it and I can't wait for the day that we get to do that all again because oh I'm just I love being on the road I love traveling I love meeting people I love the the landscape that this country has to offer like holy moly holy 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 moly I remember driving through the mountains for the first time I mean I grew up on the beach which is beautiful don't get me wrong but when you grow up to the beach grow up next to the beach the earth next to you is flat that's all you all you have is ocean you don't have mountains you don't have anything cool to look at you don't have anything cool to explore you have marshes beaches the tallest thing you have to walk up is like a bridge to get from one island to the next like instead of (laughs) ultra running through trails in the mountains in order to train for like serious races that I would run I would run the bridges how insane that's so funny so like this road trip was so eye-opening to me and I absolutely loved this side of the country. I was like, wow, holy moly, I belong here. I belong in these mountains, near these mountains, somewhere where I get to look at them every single day and just love on them because they are so cool and there's so much to explore. And still, we've been we've been living in Denver for the last four years and it still feels like I moved here yesterday. Like I feel like there's so much to do all the time and I haven't even scraped the surface. I will be living in Denver, Colorado for a good majority of my lifetime because of that fact. There's always something new and exciting to explore. And I'm just so grateful that I made it out here. I mean, it's been magical. There's this line that I can't get over because I said, nothing's ever felt so right. I'm so excited. And I still feel that way. Like, I remember before we even signed a lease, we were staying on my friend. We were staying at my friend's house because they had just bought a house, Kelly and Ian. Shout out to Kelly and Ian. We were staying at their house for like a week to try to find our house before we left on our road trip. And before we even signed a lease, we were driving on the highway. We weren't even driving through the cute little neighborhoods. We are driving on the highway. And I was like, I've never felt more at home. And I was like, that is a feeling you cannot ignore. You cannot ignore that. If you ever get this little bubble in your stomach of like pure happiness and like this is it it's just a feeling of warmth you need to harness that notice what's making you feel that way and like lean into it lean into it keep doing that because that's a feeling that a lot of us I think Ah, like, I don't know. I feel like we are really good at sensing bad feelings, but we need to get better at feeling good feelings because we take that shit for granted. It's just like, oh, we're happy in this moment, but we never really think, why? Why are we happy? Why are we happy? Oh my God, why does this make me feel so good? Like, what am I doing specifically that's making me feel this good? And you need to chase that. You need to keep going and doing that. I love that feeling. I find that feeling often when I'm traveling, when I'm teaching people, or when I'm like podcasting. It's so crazy. But I love, love, love that feeling. And I encourage you to find more of that feeling. So that was such an exciting year. It was such an exciting year. And you'll see right now we're on two really high ticks up. Life was killing it. I was killing it. I thought I was the bomb.com. And then 
a few short months later, COVID happened. And that shit rocked my world. So one full year later after that, we were in the thick of COVID. I mean, we were coming off of like pretty pretty insane insane quarantining the world was still kind of shut down it wasn't fully back there was so there were so many months of like uncertainty we were no longer in summer where we could enjoy the weather outside and hang out with like your quarantining groups we were no longer in that phase winter was coming and I in 2020 got laid off from my HelloFresh job and at this point in October, I was still jobless. And if you remember back in like this, I, you probably don't remember if you're new here, you know, 2020 was the year that I started really ramping up on social media. I tried to start selling clothes. I tried to sell my gifts. I was trying everything in my power to be an entrepreneur. But at the same time, I was so not confident in my entrepreneurial capabilities. So that's what you're about to hear. 10 2020. I am emotional. I'm confused. And I do not understand why. Politics are triggering. Talking to my family about politics is depressing. I hate this fucking pandemic and I wish I was more confident with my shit. So many uncertainties, a college degree to use for nothing. Shit pisses me off. I'm over it. The only thing I like right now is Graham. Thank God for Graham. I just wish I had a bit more money. Not a lot, just enough to not freak out every other week because I'm over it. I'm open to any financial possibilities that come my way. I'm so ready. Today was a wild day. Well, not really. It was emotional. I already said that, though. I filed again for unemployment. Hopefully, this time, things go through. I need help, goddammit. I hate this government and the way our country works. It's overwhelming to think about, honestly. But it is my first time working the front desk at Apex, which is exciting and a game-changer. Anyway, to catch you up, Apex is a gym in my neighborhood who is owned and operated by my friend A, who is one of the nicest down-to-earth humans I've ever met. It makes me happy that we are homies. His girlfriend, Jay, is also a boss, and she, too, has a vintage store. Just started it. But she's got style, and I love her, and I know she's going to do so well. We just got back from a trip with my family and it was definitely fun. We had a good time. The whole family, all the bonding. Graham had a smile on his face the entire time. He is such a gem. The past few weeks have been so fun with him. He is smiley, happy, and so lovely. It's adorable. So adorable, honestly. Heartwarming. He's been making me happy and puts my needs at the forefront and making more of an effort in general. It's so awesome. I have absolutely no complaints. He also scored a job interview tomorrow and I'm thrilled. I think he's going to get it. I feel really good about it. He's been working so hard towards this. So, God, this was a tough, 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 tough time for me. 
It was October 23rd. 2020, which if you know, was about, mm, let's say 15 days prior to the November 3rd election in 2020, which was when, you know, all hell started to break fucking loose in this country. And politics were really, really, really triggering for me because I felt like I was watching this country just go down the drain but it was also like a big wake-up moment like if I wasn't going to get involved in politics I could not complain about it because you just need to be involved you need to be involved to be able to be a part of the conversation and I prior to that election was not involved so it really pissed me off that Donald Trump was president of the country and I was really nervous he was about to get re-elected Um, it was also, you know, we were all coming off of this quarantine COVID shit and I wasn't able to go out, make community, you know, meet people, which I realized is like a core of my human design. I always need to be meeting people and being out in the community and doing things for the community. It's like literally, it makes my heart so happy. And during that whole time, I could not do any of that. So it was killing me on the inside. And but I had no idea that that is what was killing me. So I, you know, was just so overly emotional. I had nothing to look forward to. I was selling all of my my belongings and calling it a vintage. I like I was reselling vintage. That's what I was calling it. Well, I was upcycling clothes and. But really, I was selling everything in my closet and every home good that I like no longer needed. I was just trying to survive. And I was trying to survive without the help of anyone else. But in that time, I really should have asked for help. I realize I'm a very independent person and I like my independence and I don't like to ask for help. <laughs> But I needed to do that. And so I kind of started to ask Graham, like, hey, I need more love. Hey, I need more, more reassuring conversations that I'm not a shitty person and that my life isn't going to shit. Because up until that point, I thought I had everything figured out. I mean, you heard the last two years prior to this, I was kicking ass. And I thought, I'm on the road to success, baby. Nothing's going to bring me down. And then everything went down the drain, actually. So it was just a crazy transitional time in my life. And I had a lot of just mental struggles. I think a lot of my mental health struggles kind of started during this time. Up until then, I was so confident and then I became so insecure. I had recently conquered my eating disorder, but then I felt those tendencies like start to come back. And, you know, it's just, gosh, COVID really took a toll on me. I know a lot of people thrived, but unfortunately, I could not allow myself to relax and figure it out. I was just so stressed and I couldn't get rid of the stress. I really couldn't. No matter what I did, I was always stressed. Always. And so now I'm still, and yeah, so like I still feel like I'm coming down from that stress. Just like, you know, financially I'm rebuilding and my I'm just really focusing on my mental health and 
rebuilding that and becoming the boss ass bitch that I know I can be again. And I will do it. It'll be okay. I am good. So that was 2020 and that was a shit storm. What I learned from that year is that I need to relax more. And so I think I am being better at that. So now, one year later, and we are coming into 2021, which was the first year that I got a job opportunity at the culinary school. So I was a little bit more stable in my day-to-day routine. I had something to work towards. I had, I had, you know, friends at work, things were coming on the up. I, we moved from the, my first house, that first house that we signed a lease for in 2018, we moved out of that house. And I believe we finally, made it into where the fuck was I living no we were living in this house um the house that I'm in now I can't believe oh my god we can, we have been here for two years it's so crazy to think that I've been here for two years already like wow um we're in this new house and it's super cute and it's just Graham and I we no longer live with roommates that was a whole nother thing that was stressing me out in 2020. So I'm going to jump into this. So 10-23-2021. Hello. Good morning. Today is Friday. Honestly, it feels like a Wednesday. This week completely flew by. And I bet that's because I went to a Little Stranger concert on Wednesday. And it was hands down the greatest concert they have ever performed. It was wild. They were in the crowd and everything. I loved it. They know how to get the party going. I love them so much it hurts. (laughs) I'm still not over it. I had the best night. I danced so hard. And sharing the night with my homies was an absolute dream. The fact that everyone left as a newly obsessed fan was so dope. God, I love them so much. I met a girl who drove all the way from Ohio to see them. And she legit knew every word. And I was amazed because I've never met anyone who loves them as much as Graham and I do. So that was fantastic. A fantastic experience. I'm so grateful that they are sharing their gifts with the world, which is why it's important that I share my gifts with the world because you truly never know who's lurking and listening for that matter. You never know. So many people have been telling me that they love seeing my face on the media and I'm like, let's go. This was when I really, sidebar, this was when I really started to get into social media. I love social media. I do. I love using it. I love being on it. Um, so it was really cool to like hear that people were loving seeing me on it because I just was not experiencing that. Oh, this was also more sidebar. The year that I started my podcast, woo, 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 living badly. So continuing. My first podcast has eight lessons so far. Exclamation point. Woohoo! I wonder if people went and looked it up after I posted all that shit. That would be so cool because I didn't even launch it yet. But I do have a few guests lined up for the interviews, so that's cool. 
What's even cooler about all of this is that these women are excited to be on, which warms my heart. It's so cool. It makes me feel so good. I'm so excited about this show. Living madly, baby. I, Madeline, am worthy of having all of my meat. I, Madeline, am worthy of having all of my needs met all of the time. The right people, answers, and opportunities always present themselves. I radiate confidence, I radiate confidence and prosperity, and I am grateful AF for the universe and all that it encompasses. This life is so damn good. The life I, the life I have created for myself is something that not only am I proud of, but the little mad inside me is ecstatic. She is thrilled that I get to do all the things that I've always wanted and dreamed for myself. A happy, healthy, and stable home life, a beautiful relationship, a job that makes my heart sing, a dog that loves me so much, a healthy and strong body, a mind that believes absolutely anything, anything is possible. And for that, all of that, I'm so grateful. Everything else I get to do, be a part of, experience ex is extra. Things are really happening over at Cook Street. It's been fun. I'm booking events left and right. I'm so grateful for this job. I've been making an impact there. I feel it. So far this year, I've hosted 36 events, which is absolutely incredible in my mind. I, went to hit, I want to hit at least 50 by the end of the year only need to book 14 more events within the last two months and I feel it's extremely doable. I think that's considered to be a good year with events. <laughs> then next year I want to host an upward of 90 private events. My goal is to build the program to hosting at least two events a week which would be fantastic for me and the business and I would love to keep a job here for at least five to seven years before I make any moves because I absolutely love it and I have zero intention of leaving anytime soon. I just think this is going to be the job that I will work in. <laughs> oh my God. I just think this is going to be the job that I will work until I'm fucking famous, baby. By the age of 32, I will be famous for my podcast, attitude, and knowledge that I share with the world. I want to be a light in people's lives. I want to inspire them to believe them that they can and will get the chance to live their own dream life. I want to help others change their perspective on life to something good. I will do it. I will be a light. I will change lives. Hello, she was finding her light again. This was when I started to feel myself again. I was on the up. I was on the up. We had two, we had one really bad year. We had two really good years. We had one really bad year. And now we were back on the up in 2021. And that's a, just a great, it was a great year for me. Sometimes I always think that like odd years are my best years and the even years are total shit. <laughs> So I'm a little nervous for 2024, but at the same time, I know big, big, big things are coming for me in 2024. So I'm actually like semi super excited all in the same. Um, but yeah, this was just really, really, really an exciting time. My job at Cook Street gives me so much life. And I do think that I will be working here until something bigger comes my way. 
the impact I get to have on the cooking community in Denver is just amazing. I love meeting home chefs. I love meeting chefs. I love the food world. I've always loved the food world. I always dreamed of working or owning a culinary school. So getting to work here before ever owning anything because business can be hard. Um, I'm just so, so absolutely grateful. The moment I got this job, my life changed. And I thank my boss almost every single time I see her about this opportunity because it's just such a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant opportunity. I mean, I get to host dinner parties every single fucking night. How perfect is that for me? <laughs> it's crazy. If you know what I'm, if you know me, you know, I'm obsessed with dinner parties. I'm obsessed with a dinner party. Go back to our hosting episode, like how to host an epic gathering. Boom, boom, bang, bang. That's all you need to know. Those are all the tips right there. So yes, I loved this exercise and I'm very excited to do it again and I hope you really liked listening to all of this. Uh, Clearly we are always evolving, growing, and changing and it's really important to keep that in mind when you set out to do life every single day. I just think it's really important that we have some grace with ourselves. We don't get on our backs about the little shit that we've done. You know, go enjoy your day. Like, enjoy it. All the universe wants for us is to be happy and like live a joyful life. So go enjoy your life. If you're doing things day in and day out that don't bring you an immense amount of joy, flip the script flip the fucking script. You know, you have the power within you to create all the change that you need to live a better life. So put that into practice. Make small conscious efforts every single day to align yourself better with the person that you want to be. I highly encourage journaling to get one step closer to who you want to be because as you can see like I'm always writing about the life I want to live I am I'm always writing about it and if I have a shit day I write about my shit day and I get it out on paper but then it lives on that paper and then I never really have to think about it again and then you know after you've been writing for five or six years or ten like me you can go back You can go back and read how much you've grown, evolved, and changed to get to this person, to get to where you are today. And it's really, really, really beautiful. And if that, I just hope that inspires you to start documenting your life because it was so, it was really cool to see like I had, you know, just serious ups and then serious downs. It's really, it's really, really encouraging to know that if you are feeling down in this moment, who knows one year from now, your life could radically change. So gosh, with that, I think that's like all I have for you today. I hope you got to know me a little bit better. If you like this, let me know because I'm, I want to keep doing it and I hope you want to keep listening. If you feel called share this with a friend share this with a friend who you know has been writing and be like oh my god look this is what you're gonna be able to do in 10 years after you've written 10 doc or after you've documented 10 years of your life so yes uh thank you if you've made it this far thank you so 
Thank you for being here. Feel free to rate and review the show, hit that follow button, subscribe, get those notifications going for every time we post a new episode. I honestly have no idea how to do that (laughs) or else I would tell you, but just make sure you check back for episodes every other week. So I hope you have the best rest of your day and that you remember to live madly as fuck. Bye.